0: All right, good afternoon, folks. Uh, it's Jay Kogar here, uh, Jay Pops Kogar, that is. With uh, we're here with uh, Pow Wow with Pops uh, here in Gainesville, Florida. It's 4:45 in the afternoon on a Saturday afternoon. It's beautiful outside. Beautiful day. Looks like there's some music going on across the street from the place we were at, which is uh, Lucy's Pub. I guess it's just a pub, right? Lucy's yeah. Pub? Lucy's Pub downtown. Lucy's Pub downtown. Uh, it used to be the old Market Street. I actually used to work here uh years ago i worked in the back uh i spilled about probably 200 gallons of beer one day in the fridge and nobody ever found out i actually cleaned it up before anyone got back you drink it I no I, I was swimming in it literally <laughs> i was i was swimming it was it was the scariest thing that ever happened to me because like bob i was working for bob uh, bob was the crazy vietnam vet who had the white oh, yeah, van. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah who'd be like, every time he got in his van, he'd be like, you wanna know how many guns I have in my van? And you're like, no, <laughs> I don't. And he's like, 12, guess where they're at?
1: And
0: I was like, I don't wanna know where none of them are. <laughs> so I've never done beer work before, and he brought me, and he like, he, he started me cleaning the killing, you know, where they cook and everything. Yeah. And then one day he's like, here, just take this hose, clamp it this hose here, run in the line, boom, boom. Right, figured simple shit. I was hung over. Fucking did not clamp that shit right. 200 <laughs> gallon. It was so. It was, but it was very funny memory. Uh, I can't get in trouble for that now. That was so long ago. I think they'll statue
1: this up on that. Yes, thank goodness.
0: But uh, I, uh, my guest I hear I have here today is, uh, I would have to say another old friend and family member of Gainesville. I probably say close to 20 years, probably Nin- that we've known.
1: 98. Yeah. That's when I moved here. Yeah. So yeah.
0: yeah, close to 20 years. You were so, living so, at the Ritz. Yep. So it was that, yeah, wow, it's, yeah, three years, 17 years, holy shit. Yeah. So, uh, and this is a, like I said, a good friend of mine, a musician who's been in many bands and worked at many restaurants and knows what the restaurant business is like in Gainesville from every angle, uh, even the bent over. Oh, generally the bent over. <laughs> generally the bent over. The best perspective I have. But, uh, and uh, that person I have here this evening is. Uh, Matt Brink. Matt Brink. Hi, Matt Brink. How are you doing this evening, sir? Doing well. Thanks. Honey. Thanks for joining me. I really appreciate you doing this. My pleasure. Uh, like I was explaining to, I explained to him earlier why I was doing this, and I'm sure everyone's gonna get sick and tired of me saying this, but uh, this is my fanboydom way of saying thank you. Uh, this is because I'm getting old and scared and. <laughs> Uh, I'm getting closer to death, so I really want to connect with people better, so there's actually will be people at my funeral. Uh, So, but besides that, uh, for the only those selfish, egotistical reasons only, and actually, no, to push my friends and to talk about and to praise them for uh, their their musical artistry that I've seen over the years, uh, their personalities that have always made me feel warm, comfortable, and um, welcome. Uh, these are people that um, have never, ever, in any way, shape, or form, have ever said any bad thing about me. I, I'm sure at any point in time that they could have, because Pop pops at many times in his drunken days, it could have some bad off days. But you know, I tried not to. But again, this is uh, this isn't about me. This is about Matt. And so I'd like to start it up with, uh, where are you from, Matt? Uh,
1: originally from Baltimore, Maryland.
0: Baltimore, Maryland. And, uh...
1: Grew up in uh, central West Virginia and then moved to Jacksonville, Florida when I was fourteen.
0: Okay, so most of your life up in like smaller smaller communities?
1: Yeah. Pretty much? Pretty much. Okay. Lived in within like, an actual holler. Okay, so that's for like when my, my
0: grandfather w- lived up in a holler, he was West Virginian.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh my actually my family are still Famous lumberjackers, like they win they're in the Guinness Book of World Records. If you look up Kogar
1: Co- in West Virginia. C O G
0: A R What what part? Uh he just said up in up in the
1: up, up in the, the up in panhandle, the hand handle. The top handle like Yeah, like
0: up in the darkness.
1: Yeah, well it, don't listen, man. Most of it is, though, most from of it what is. I understand. But yeah. for, for,
0: for him to say it I thought it was
1: he's I guess it was up in there. It's the state is it's a beautiful place. Um coming from the city like I had to a really tiny community, uh was a little bit daunting, being that I was kind of an awkward kid anyway. Right, right. And, uh... It's, uh... Everything's very insular up there. hmm So, you know, going into this... And we had we had friends and family in the town that we moved to originally before we moved to the bigger city in Fairmont, which is just, like, a, like a larger town. Uh, I got my ass kicked a lot. You know, cause I, I saw the influences of, like, sisters. Yeah. Fans, like, giving me... Like, I was wearing a Cure t-shirt.
0: So automatically... You know, Um, so there's another question that's something I've. I've, Here's that was kind of funny that you said something about that and growing up somewhere and just kind of automatically being different even though for some reason you should be what everybody else is but you're not right and I'm still trying to figure that out at 44 and this is one of those things why I don't really get along with my family too well it's one (laughs) of those Yeah, it's like because it's so hard because even though we love each other there is a uh, there's a definite difference between us and it's yeah, and it's weird because they didn't raise me this way. It was just something that I was, and is, do you think that maybe is maybe the artist? I mean, in you as a just as a person, because it seems like a lot of artists are always, no matter where they grew up, especially people if you grow up in a southern way or really, right. you're never anywhere like that. Those people, you always end up being different.
1: I I don't know what came first. My whole family, we all play music. My dad's a, my dad's an artist. Uh, everybody so you go
0: from an artistic background. yeah, that's awesome. in a
1: big big way. That's and great. it's it's pretty cool. It, um, I don't I, I don't know if, if I'm just naturally awkward that way. I know that I still have a tendency to resist like if I see any more than if I see a number of people doing any one thing then my immediate reaction is to not do it. Okay,
0: so you're definitely not a
1: fan <laughs> of, of joining a, a fan club right right yeah. right yeah, you're definitely
0: against the grain
1: and okay. that's well, I mean it, it, that's that's cost me a lot. You oh know, yeah, because like, I'll, like say a band that like a bunch of my friends are really into, and I'll be like, "Fuck that band," you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah totally. And then you know, five years later, I'll happen to see them live, and I'm like, "What have I been doing this, do this whole yet. time?" Like, what does what the matter Fuck with me? Fuck that you know? band.
0: Fuck me. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. And like, you know, just it's you kind of feel like a dumbass sometimes, but it's right. I can't, yeah, yeah. I can't really. Uh, I, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't really been able to shake to shake that yet. I one thing that I've been trying. I've been trying to get rid of the cynicism that I that I took on.
0: Right. Well, Gainesville, you know, I noticed like. A lot of people were able to bring, take that on, like, that kind of was, I mean, we have, Gainesville's, I, I, would say it always has been great with, like, sarcastic shit talking people, like, people who are intellectual, but used it in such a way and were really good with it, Right. you know, and then there's a bunch of people that also became very cynical, yeah. You know, a lot of people kind of got that like, "fuck the young kids" or "fuck what all these other people like" or that kind of thing. Yeah. Which was I kind of, I kind of noticed that because a lot of people I think, kind of go through that stage. I think at one point in this town.
1: Definitely. I mean, I I was I took that on before I even moved here. I oh wow. Think. I was just kind of that of that kind of bent anyway. Yeah. And and then like I I think once I turned thirty and I got married and I realized that like things like hey man my life's pretty good you know I wasn't like drowning myself in booze as much as I had been and I wasn't like taking all the drugs and wasn't doing all this stuff (laughs) I started to realize like oh you know like this this cynicism shit's boring Mm -hmm. you know because like I just I was everywhere I went. I was just hearing like this tone that was just like been there done that. I'm like, man, been where done what? I've seen you at the same bar yeah for the last five years yeah, every yeah. fucking night. So exactly what have you seen yep. that would that would make us all feel so you know superior to whatever you know yeah right right. But it's hard because sometimes like you kind of go I like it'll come out of me sometimes I'm like ah. I don't want to have that, but it's it's it's, it's kind of part, of, part yeah. of me, you know.
0: I think I think a lot of people that are. I think this town attracts it, though. I mean, I yeah. think people who, um, people who question or go against the grain, end up. I think I find doing that. I mean, that just seems to be a natural progression for all of us because I think, like you said, like I mean, there were times where there was like, like you say, bands that I loved, and then like say if that band joined a, a, a label I didn't like, right? Like signed to a, a like what I thought was like. No, they shouldn't be doing that. I was out. like, yeah, yeah, it was that whole like, what the f- dude, you know? Yeah. Like what about your message oh, about- I shouldn't be
1: cussing, should I? No, it's all this oh, okay. is all this is oh. all
0: <laughs> there's no editing, there's no nothing. Okay. This is all this is all lo-fi gonzo, man. This is how I'm doing it. Awesome. This is this cuz it's natural this way cuz I felt like one thing I didn't want to do is I don't want to the interview aspect of interviewing. Like this isn't really an interview. This is me um connecting with my friends. Right. You know, this is and this is what I wanna get across to people is that this is what this town has to offer. Because I like I've always said, Man, this town has never let me down. None of you people have ever let me down if I needed anything. People are always there if something happened for my wife or anything. You know, people and it's true for every other person that we know. And even even if like someone did something stupid, like break their leg when they were drunk. Right. We still did stuff to help each other out. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like because totally. it's like we knew accidents happened, and that's what I'm trying to push about this town, and and what what it, I think attracts a lot of people like us, even though we could be cynical. We're extremely loving and giving, and, and bend over backwards for one another. Oh yeah, yeah. And and the people who aren't don't stay in this town usually.
1: Right. No, that's true.
0: And you know who who aren't comfortable with living this at this at this type of lifestyle right you know I mean you have people who want to live in a, 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 at a level that's a little bit higher than some big totem so but uh work, work in the big lot this year with Rock Hill on them so
1: ah yeah of cynics. it's like one of the best, best cynics I've ever there you met go. right that's there awesome.
0: That's for the fest. That's going on the fest website. Don't worry, because Power pa- 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 with Pops is not going to be missed out on that fest website. I guarantee you. Yeah, that's Especially awesome. if I'm working.
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: But um, you know, okay then um, wait. So you said you moved here in '98. Yeah. Did you move here uh, just for music, or did you move here because uh, you wanted to go to school and music, or was it just school? <laughs> it
1: it was less school. Okay. <laughs> um, my uh, my girlfriend at the time, you remember Kara? Yes. Uh, she when she started going oh, I here. That's that name I've
0: not heard of.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's doing really well. She's like, having a son. Oh. But um, yeah, they're, they're they're doing really well. They're really cool. Um. We uh, let's see. She she got accepted to UF. I was in Jacksonville. Uh, and I it was weird. My I was what I was nineteen. Uh all my friends started having kids and getting jobs like up in the north side and the ports at that age at that age oh wow yeah and it was like we we all, before this point we had this great all ages club that had been open since 1984 called Einstein and Gogo. yeah yeah i remember I mean, I met members oh, wow. of REM there. Right. You know, I saw Sebado there. I saw like all these bands. Like my favorite bands as a kid, Dead Milkman. Is 15, oh, 16 oh, oh, years old. More notes to take, people. Oh, dude, I'm, look it up. Yeah. go is tons amazing. tons of
0: great. Yeah, was awesome place. There's yeah. amazing shows there for sure.
1: And then there was no alcohol. You know, we would we would sneak alcohol in our in the trunks of our cars, and it was right on the beach. So you go out on the beach. Yeah. Train, took a lot of acid. we saw Jawbox. Oh yeah, yeah. I was at that show. That was an amazing show. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I was so fucking ripped that yeah, night. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was the co- it was the coolest thing. It, it was be- like a
0: last minute thing too. We all had decided like two hours before the show because uh,
1: Jason you know.
0: Black was like emailing Kim like they had become friends somehow, yeah. you know, somehow because <laughs> Jason Black's a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> jokes, jokes, Jason. <laughs> I only say that because you pinched me when we got in a fight, but I love you. Um,
1: it's... All right. so
0: but yeah so it's like we just decided to happen to go and we had gotten shit hammered all the there. You know? Yeah, it
1: was such a great time it's but, a long drive too but
0: yeah no yeah so sorry That's, sorry
1: no not at all man I, I love good memory I love hearing any stories about that place because it was it, it was very family uh, oriented like it was run by a family two sisters and their parents and uh, the faircloths. and if they caught you the great thing is that like it was kind of loosely known and you know the kids were like there was this one guy that like basically opened up a vodka bar in the in the, the bathroom, you know, and you'd go buy an orange soda and give it to him, him, and him. he would take it in the bathroom and just like nice. you know, but um, <laughs> and you know it was like kind of a don't ask, don't tell. But if they if you were visibly like in, intoxicated in yeah. any way, they banned you and called your parents. Oh shit! And it was like you, you're okay. He can't come back for a month. We want you to know why. Yeah, it never happened to me. It happened to several of my friends. But when they closed down in '97. Um, And my... uh, It's
0: been that long.
1: Yeah, they closed. That was, you know, almost 20 years. We, um, my whole group of friends kind of scattered. And I had a band at the time. Uh, I noticed that the conversations, like, we would get together on a porch or whatever, band practice, just shoot the shit, drink cheap beer, hang out, whatever. Conversations went from music, uh, girls, whatever, to 401Ks. And pre-K programs. Yeah. And, At
0: nineteen, and it's crazy. Yeah, and
1: I and I and I and I was like, you know what, yeah, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so outie. And that's what happened. I moved out here. I thought, well, Kara's Kara's moving to Gainesville. Gainesville's all right. You know, I can go out there and start a band. Well, I mean,
0: did you? I mean, prior prior to moving to Gainesville, I mean, did you know about Gainesville being such the music mecca that it was for all that?
1: I knew about it. The, here's the thing is that what was big in, in town here wasn't really my scene. Okay. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, I never, I didn't, I didn't understand. I didn't know what hardcore was until I moved here. So, like, so prior to moving here, you didn't hear, like, The
0: Spoke or any of those guys, like the pre, like, 90, no. 90, 91,
1: 92 bands? No. I mean, oh, I, wow. I had heard, like, you know, when I, when I joined my first band at 15, you know, one of us got a minor threat. Set. yeah yeah you know that kind of thing it was like oh yeah all right and, and I and I the thing is it didn't appeal to me on an actual like listening level I didn't care much for how it sounded as far right. as like just the style it wasn't for me but I liked the spirit of it and there was like kind of like something and there was something in my head that went I'm supposed to like this right now there's something it's,
0: about that's connecting to me but just you it's not on the level I'm not like gonna it's, put on the
1: headphones and close my eyes to it right you know what no, I mean? definitely And that's what I in Jacksonville. A lot more. uh, What was popular out there was, you know, indie rock, shoegaze stuff. At least where I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody that I knew.
0: So were you guys listening to like, uh, was Jimmy Eat World, anything? I knew some people that that that
1: brought that up around that. that, How about Shift? I heard
0: of. I heard about them because like the, there's like a lot of like the DC sub pop yeah. bands there's like the ones that were like more emo core like emo rock bands There were some
1: friends of mine that were kind of starting to get definitely into that You guys had Sunny Day Real Estate though you were on that kick right? Yeah yeah that was that was and again like I liked I liked and I like okay okay, so you like the noisy I like the noisy kind of like tongue-in-cheek yeah yeah yeah, yeah, totally like fun like a spirit of fun a lot of that stuff like sunny day was entirely too serious and emotive for me. okay I see what you mean and I was like you know I don't know what emotive means I'm gonna ask my wife what that means I'm gonna look I'm gonna ask my wife when I go home I'm not sure if that's actually a word (laughs) I was thinking like you know a little bit too, too soul-bearing. Okay, you know okay, I mean? no, that's
0: good. No, that's not, I can understand that. Yeah. Don't use big words with me. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a college <laughs> I'll, I'll keep it
1: syllables. So yeah, like, come on. I'm not a college fan. Fourth grad grade here. education here. I, I went to, <laughs> no, I went to like two semesters of college and I dropped out. <laughs> and, uh, you know, once I just, re- I kind of realized, when I first, when I first moved here, I was like terrified of it. I, I felt like, I kind of like went into myself, I was taking a lot of drugs. Right, were you, were you pilling it? Whatever I could get my hands on. Oh, okay, you so know. you just had fun. Yeah, I just had a, lo- a lot of a lot of fun, but I was like living in this crummy little apartment. Uh, Kara was like, you know, she had a life she had friends and all this, and I was just kind of just sitting in my position, offside, you know, and it took me a while, and it wasn't until um, I I'd been hanging out at Common Grounds after hours because I wasn't twenty one yet. And I didn't know that one of the owners was also like only a month older than me.
0: Oh, okay. Right. Joe, Joe Bassalone. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I'd go up there, and we would like we, you know, we would hang out, and you know, order a pizza, maybe smoke a joint, whatever. Yeah. And drink Guinness until the sun came up, and um, some, Cara and I split. I remember what happened. Kara and I split, and uh, I went. And Joe had moved into my apartment with me, because whatever yeah. reason and i said joe you're going to have to either find another roommate or whatever cuz i'm i think i'm going back to Jack's, man i don't think i can do it i don't oh, think i'm no. going to make it here and this is what year it's 98 this oh, okay. is september of 98 so you were so here for like what 3 or 4 months 9 months nine i'm just months. here new okay. year's okay. day uh, okay. 98
0: so 9 months later you were like i'm almost ready to i think
1: i think i'm, I'm going to get back to my you know yeah. my friends and he goes well you have to give me 2 weeks notice before you can go and i said what are you talking about dude like yeah. he's like you work for me now he hired me like basically to keep me here. He's like, you got to give me two weeks. Nice.
0: Okay. And so that's I, how you got into the old Common Grounds. That's
1: how I got in there. And uh, and, and that was ninety eight. That was ninety eight. Okay. And Nigel was opposed at first. Really? Yeah. He did not want me on because Nigel. I was, like, <laughs> I was this slacker. Mister Smiley Face. <laughs> the guy who actually married my wife and me. Yes. Um, was opposed to hiring me at Common Grounds because he thought I was just gonna kind of blow it. You know, I was just yeah. this, like slacker center, which I was, absolutely. But, uh, you know, he didn't know that I was going to defend that place tooth and nail you yeah. know, for seven and a half years. And we, we were very fast friends. We ended up getting along really well. And uh, two weeks turned into seven years. Yeah. And uh, boom, it was gone like that. Just boom.
0: Yeah. It didn't go by quick.
1: Yeah. Well, things, time, time travels quickly when you're drunk. Yeah. And I was not, I don't think I was sober for one shift there. Even when I was back in school, and I was like having to go like work at an elementary school at seven a.m. the next day, yeah. close the bar at three o'clock, and go to you know go. to oh, school. wow! I was still drunk shit when I went. Yeah, Christmas. So.
0: Well, let's uh then okay. So you worked it. You got you got into the bar.
1: Yeah. So what what was your first band in Gainesville? Uh, I don't know
0: yet.
1: My first band would have been with James Lance, I think. Uh, James Lance, Freak Patrol. Yeah, okay. Welcome to the downtown oh great, time. Sister
0: Hazel's coming on. I think so. We might want to move this in, yeah. so we might want to. <laughs> well, uh, just hold on one second, folks. They weren't starting anything, so
1: psych! Yeah, Sister but Hazel's they, not up yet.
0: Yeah, Sister Darn! So anyways, yeah. <laughs> Matt was talking about his first band with... Oh yeah,
1: with James Lance, Freak Patrol. Uh, really ramshackle... Stoned, Endeavor, a lot of fun. Yeah, really, yeah. really noisy. Two-piece, three-piece, four-piece, three piece, three-piece. Yeah, it was James, me, and uh, Anson Waite was playing drums. Um, and these are all, uh, James moved, Anson's out yeah, in California yeah. now. James is like a pretty well-known visual artist. He's a, an amazing comic artist now, but he's he's a crazy musician, this guy. is like He's got shit coming out of every pore.
0: Yeah. Um, it was
1: very, it was kind of like art it's probably the most high, like, art thing I've ever done. Okay. As far as, like, Closest music. to what
0: you uh, originally really liked? All right, my oh, no.
1: I mean, well, what's I mean, close? What's the closest band, like, say, that
0: you've had in town that's closest to what you've probably always wanted to play? Avercue, absolutely. Hands okay. Down, you know? Okay, then, okay, Avercue. Amazing fucking band. Check it out. Very good I stuff. Always enjoyed play. that fucking shit. <laughs> Another <laughs> fanboy about that shit. See that's what I want. This is another thing too that I keep telling. There's so many great fucking bands in Gainesville that that people have no idea. We're gonna have like thousands of people coming in here within the next three weeks that have no idea about these great Gainesville bands that graced my presence for the past 20 years. I mean, like, there's so many. Um, What's your favorite out of avercue? Um, local local show let's say out of your top five what was your favorite local Abercue show like your like band wise like the band that you played with huh Uh, it's hard to say man there's been a lot and maybe some that maybe like one of those shows that was just like Something unexpected, maybe like the most unexpected kind of shit. Like you were you weren't expecting to be shit, and all of a sudden you're like, "Holy fuck, this band's cool as hell." I'm um, expecting that. These, the crowd was great.
1: Uh, God, uh, let me think. Let me think. Probably uh, creep away playing with them has always been a lot of fun. Except we imploded on stage. I think the first time we ever played with them,
0: <laughs> and it, basically
1: it, broke up for like a couple of months. That's funny. And uh, <laughs> and it was all my fault. I'm gonna go ahead and say at least that's the consensus, so I'm just gonna go with it. And then uh, I'd say probably the most unexpected would be when we played at Pop Mayhem, which was a festival that went on here. I think for maybe I think they only did it one year. Maybe they might have done it a second year. But like Boy Racer and uh, a bunch of bands came into town. It was a, we um, Schuster and I hadn't spoken in six months. And it was going to be our final show oh, okay. at this thing. Jay quit. We had a falling out, and he quit. And uh, the reason for the falling out being a disagreement over a, a girl, basically. That you know, whatever. Uh, they broke up, and it was it was he called me the day that they split up and which is like man I'm you know I just want to yeah. talk I just want to talk to you
0: was this an Eskimo twin situation no it wasn't okay. it wasn't at okay, all okay that's I, good I, that's, I was, well that's good because i mean at least that's not that could be a really bad situation that's why i was just making sure
1: yeah no was happened it wasn't a like lot that lot. yeah in well town. small town <laughs> yes. you know, you know you'd, you'd, like just, your
0: friends are like oh you're you're sleeping with my best friend now oh, great
1: yeah right. yeah, oh, this, yeah this wasn't one of those there was <laughs> i just i just i was Honk, you two. At the at the time at that point in time i <clears throat> I can honestly say that my uh, ego was well beyond anything it ever has been yeah yeah ever was before or has been since and uh, and I you know I said some stuff and we just basically had a disagreement and he didn't he just straight up was like I'm done yeah uh, you and me are done and I started the band with him we were a two piece and I was you know, oh wow I, I didn't know that really bummed he never played a show like that. It was for the first oh, wow. couple of months. We had, we wrote a bunch of songs, just me and Jay, and, uh, and then Dave and Chad and whatever. And that's, that's when it started to kind of snowball. But um, he called me up a couple days before that show, and I said, Hey, man, we're getting ready to play our last show. Why don't you just come on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grab a tambourine, get a third guitar in there. Yeah, let's just do whatever. Let's just do it. Because, you know, James Hernandez was playing yeah. drums instead of Jay at that point so we, we went we played at Common Grounds for Pot Mayhem and just I mean the show I remember I, I bought a bunch of uh, I went to the party supply store I bought like parachute men yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, confetti popper gun things. right 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 I'd, bl- I'd blown up like you know 150 balloons before the show which I started kicking out into the audience just having a really good time yeah and we played this great set with Schuster back and it just felt amazing and then it was like well that was we're really ending on a high note here Get off stage, and uh, Dan and Heather Sostrom, who run Tone Vendor right. out in St. Augustine now, but it used to be a distro here in town, and also still have Claire Records, which okay. is their, their label, uh, which is based, I think, now out of Sacramento. Um, oh, they came up to us and uh, asked if we'd be interested in putting out a record. Oh, shit. And we had already recorded what would become Throwing Sparks okay, probably six times.
0: How many songs on that album?
1: Eight? Eight songs? And that, you put that out what year? Uh, wait. Oh, uh, did you guys put anything else out after that? Yeah, we did a 7-inch with Sound Study, uh, with the, the Black Bear guys, Matt, yeah. Matt Finch, and, and Ryan uh, Williams, and uh, Tom Rankin, those guys. We did an EP with them, and then we did another EP with them, and then we have another thing that just never came out, because we're not really doing anything yeah. anymore, you know?
0: How many tour did you guys do? Any touring with Abercute?
1: Yeah, we did a, we did a bunch for a couple of years.
0: So like, were you like three week tours or do you guys do shorties? Shorties, two like, week tours, two jump weeks, jumps out, jumps out. Back, you back. know, summertime gigs usually, or mostly did you guys do... we,
1: we did a little bit of spring, fall, late winter. Fall always seems to be good in late winter. Yeah, weather wise usually, because you really... miss
0: you miss you miss most of the snow,
1: you know, yeah. and you still have the good weather. I enjoyed uh, the August tour we did.
0: Where, where was most, your, uh, would you guys just do East Coast or? Just East Coast,
1: yeah. Highest
0: place you went up to? Philly. what did you think about Philadelphia? What'd you think about the Philly kids?
1: The, the city of brotherly love? The people that I met were great. Um, and the city itself is beautiful. The last time we were there, though, I, it was kind of bitter cold. Yeah. And my recollection was that there was a pile of human shit on every single sidewalk <laughs> that I saw, right. you know? It was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I saw a lot of really great stuff there. We, we played a horrible show in Philadelphia. Like We just did not do well. Uh, was it a basement show? A church? It was, at, it was at a bar. It was at a oh, bar. Oh, wow, okay. With, um, with Guy. We were touring with a band from South Florida called Guy Harvey. And uh, Guy Harvey. They, were, they were awesome. They were so much fun. Um, but what happened was we were driving uh, through D.C. We were doing like a weird overnight drive to get to Philly. And in in D.C., our drummer found out that his fiance was ending it. Oh, wow. Like, on the way to the show. Oh, and sugar so snaps. We stayed with Mario and Trisha Lopez when we got up there. We all went to sleep and then, you know, went and got some cheesesteaks or whatever you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we went to the bar. And uh, after we loaded in, I walked up, I walked in the front door and I saw Brad sitting there with like six shots of Jack in front of him. Oh, shit. It wasn't his fault. We all, yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. we were like in solidarity. We were like, yeah, all right, yeah. we're going to do this, Let's you do know. It. And then we blew it, you know. <laughs> it, it was just a really bad show.
0: Those are, those are sometimes the funnest, though. It's all right. Um, what was your, working at the old Common grounds, the smaller venue, um, what was your, like, one of your favorite shows that you saw there?
1: Uh, probably Jason Lowenstein from Sevado. Okay, he was touring for his record uh, Sixes and Sevens, and I actually got to open up for him, which was really cool. But it was only because Nigel gave me that. He threw, he knew that I was going to be beside myself. Right, right. Uh, there was it was almost nobody showed up. Um, but he played this fucking amazing I mean, went up there in shorts and flip flops, just threw down the gauntlet, yeah. I and mean, he completely just owned it. Frank black on St. Patrick's Day, two thousand three, was pretty amazing.
0: Oh shit, that sounds like a good one. That
1: was a good one. That was pretty intense. Uh, What's your
0: bit? What was one of your favorite uh, favorite house shows
1: that I ever played or or what maybe was...
0: saw? Like you know, back in the day, like at one of the old uh, maybe the old Cuban
1: embassy. Uh, I remember going to see. I remember going to the barn a lot. Yeah, the barn. Yeah, the barn always seemed to be like a uh, lot of. I I got see probably a grab ass show there it was grab ass yeah. and, and i got my ass kicked <laughs> by some just random like rando college bros that showed up yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, me and rob sessions both ended up in the hospital that night the what same i
0: didn't i never heard that yeah it was
1: pretty it was a bad why minute. was
0: i not there that night that's was, see that's the night i should have been there it why was didn't intense, man. see there should there should always have been a pops app
1: yeah for that
0: kind of situation dude get over here <laughs> yeah
1: it well, was, I always told insane. people,
0: I mean, there were a couple of times in, 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 that people have called me they're like, Hey Pops, you need to come down here real fast. Remember when the skins used to roll in all the time? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. It's been insane, man. Yep,
0: yep, yep. yep. And I remember how we used to get rid of them.
1: Yeah? <laughs> I remember those. I'm like, oh, great. The Hudson Falcons are playing again tonight. Like, Yeah. Uh, all right. I guess I'm staying behind the bar. Yeah, I'm like, not
0: going anywhere out. Yeah, no yeah, shit, right?
1: <laughs> And they played there a bunch. So. Yeah, they did, right? And it was always just like, you're not you're not coming here to play pool. Why do you have that cue with you? yeah, yeah like, that's come on. Not here. <laughs> <laughs> you open it's not even a key. Yeah, yeah. Two small bats. Those were some scary nights, man. Those <laughs> were some really scary. I was, you know, I mean I was never privy to that. In Jackson, we had the, the pretty heavy Confederate hammerskins presence. Yeah, you did. And I saw some pretty heinous shit in 5 points when I was a kid, but I yeah. never I never really had the proximity to it that I had once I moved to Gainesville and all of yeah. a sudden like these guys coming in. I got I was in a skinhead zine written as like and it was like they were sharps or whatever. It yeah, like, yeah yeah we did a feature on you man. Like and it was like he's not much to look at, but he knows how to pour a beer. <laughs> I think I had hair down to like here or something like that, you know? May I pour your Yeah, go ahead. No problem. Um, that's, that's hilarious, that's funny. Went to a I don't know. I didn't... I I was always working. I worked every night at Common Ground, so I didn't get to go to a lot of house shows. That's
0: the thing. You did... I mean, you put some... You put some time in, like, how many... So you worked at Common Ground. How long have you been over at the top now?
1: Four years now.
0: What did you do prior to
1: the top? Uh, I was at Bistro uh, 1245 for seven years as well. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Damn. And I was cooking there. I was the manager chef for a couple, for, I don't know, a year, year two. two, yeah. uh, and then after I left there, I just, I've just been bouncing, I bounced around, I worked for Tate at the Lunchbox for a couple years, I worked at Buddha Belly for a little bit, uh, just, you know, restaurant gigs.
0: Is, um, does that seem to be something that you just kind of
1: are, um, you just gravitate to? I like the energy of restaurants. Um, I, I prefer the kitchen. Obviously, I'm not in the kitchen now. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm the host manager, but it's like uh,
0: quite quite opposite.
1: Yeah, and I can't I can't say that I'm really cut out for it. Right. You know, like working with people behind the bar, you have the opportunity to be like, "Fuck you." Yeah, yeah, you yeah. I mean? You can.
0: Yeah, you definitely have, have more of a.
1: The rule at Common Grounds: if somebody really got out of line, all you had to do was yell, "I quit," and then you could hit anybody you wanted to hit. And then mm-hmm. you, then you just go home and then you come back the next day you get your job back. Yep. So the place wasn't liable. That's right. So and I and I, I exploited that rule more than once.
0: Yeah. So,
1: uh, um, but being out you know when, when you're in hospitality which I don't really know that bartending would necessarily qualify as yeah. hospitality it's kind of a mercenary more of a mercenary. Or like thing. drunk inducing. Yeah. Dr- yeah. <laughs> I'm now now I'm in hospitality I have to be like what can I do for you you know and yeah, it's like. Yeah yeah yeah. I think that the uh, kitchen speaks to me in particular. The noise of it, uh, the heat. I love yeah. the heat. I love the the patois of the kitchen. Okay. I love the you know. I just I love, I love I love I love to cook too. So that's you know a big part of it. I think that I think I'm just not really qualified for much else, right. aside from restaurant work. And in Gainesville, you know, if you don't have a a degree or a trade, yeah. Uh, then you're gonna be working in restaurants. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna be working yeah, yeah. in service. Yeah, you know, a lot of the time. What
0: is something maybe uh, since I mean that seems to be uh, I mean your line of work. I mean you 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 support a family. Yeah, uh, we also know a lot of other people That work in the restaurant biz and are doing the same thing here in this town uh, What's maybe uh, something you'd like to say? Uh, just give a message out to uh, those that either moved to this town or come here during the fest. Uh, who works at one of the, the bigger kind of like uh, business communes? I would call it uh, with Scott and, Howell and oh, yeah. Uh, the top arcade bar, the flagship, flagship. Yeah. You know, you got everything over there. What do you think? Uh, what's the most important people? Most important thing you think people should know about uh, the people that work at these places and and what's expected of them as customers? I mean, because I kind of think sometimes a lot of people don't really understand the work that goes into being that doing that kind of work and the stress that comes with it yeah and that uh, it's not like you're sitting at home and asking mom, hey mom, can I have another piece of this or another piece of that, and she reaches right there and grabs it for you. Right. There's actually a process in these restaurants where, you know, you have to start with this person and get to that person. Right. And there's steps that you have to go through, and a lot of people seem to forget that. And, then, and this is my message to you from a powwow with Pops or Pops himself. If you go into any restaurant in Gainesville, your best bet is to... Always tip 20%. Always twenty percent. Always, always tip twenty yeah. percent. If you can't, if you can't tip more, you know why? Because these people rely on you, and you're not cooking. Yeah, you're not cooking dinner. Someone's doing it for you're you. Sitting
1: down, enjoying yourself. So if
0: you're being lazy and not cooking, remember that people, other people are uh, are are out there doing the work for you. So you have to show appreciation. And uh, I I, got to say, I'm very thankful for all the people that I ever get to come across. And that's why I support every one of these, the local businesses here in this town. And I don't support any chain in this town. Yeah. So, um, let me see what time we're looking at here. looking at about 35 minutes. Is there, um, I'm going to, we're going to be talking more on other occasions. Uh, There's some other stuff I was uh, thinking doing uh, at one point in time, maybe do like a, a round table, like you, Nigel, oh, maybe some other old Common Grounds people sit great. around, talk about some old Common Ground days.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot you of know, stories. kind of
0: stuff like that. <laughs> uh, like I said, like, it's the reason why, I mean, I think, and you as well, why you, you're you doing your podcast, and I think you realize this, is that... it there's always a story oh yeah this is never a one-time thing i could get on here every day i'm such a talker this is why i'm doing this i love to talk yeah me too I'm... It, it's it's it used to get me in trouble every day at school from <laughs> kindergarten through 12th grade uh my mouth has gotten my ass kicked and gotten my butt kicked quite a bit yeah uh but i still keep talking Uh, Most of my opinions aren't truly my opinions, they're just facts that most other people uh, put out there that I disagree with, so if you disagree with me on my my Facebook status, just yell at the people that did the research and put the facts up there. I disagree with them. It's not my opinion, I'm just in agreement with them. So uh, all you snobby white folks that like to tell other white people that they're too opinionated, that means you're too opinionated, so keep your mouth shut. I don't want to uh, hear it. Yeah. So, uh, but again, I want to say thank you so much for coming out and meeting me. Um, I know, I know you got a family to take care of, it's really cool of you to take the time and do this.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure. Uh,
0: and again, I, uh, I want to say thank you for everything that you've done, probably that you don't even know that you've done as a friend over the years, uh, I, as I explained to some other people, uh, the old pops was a very, uh, not as confident as he always portrayed himself to be, and, uh. <laughs> Luckily, all my friends made it easy for me
1: to do that. Few people are. Few (laughs) people are. Yes,
0: and I still am not. Luckily, I've like been prescribed the right type of medication lately that has given me been able to take the anxiety away enough for me to do what I'm doing now, which is something I've wanted to do for a long time. You know, so. uh, Again, thank you. Um, is there anything you got coming up before the fest? I mean, I know what. I mean, what is there anything musically you're doing? Uh, anything you want to tell people that's coming up?
1: Uh, I mean, uh, anything you like to push? Oh, I guess on uh, the 24th, I'm doing. I'm supposed to do an acoustic cover set. I'm probably going to be doing the Kinks with uh, Mike Magarelli, Troy Perlman, Rob Co, John Cootie. Okay, I'll be there. We're all doing, and I think it's going to be a Bernie Sanders benefit. That'd be amazing. At the backyard, that that'd be great. Yeah, which I'm I'm I, I want to do. Build the burn. Build the burn. Field yeah, burn. that's the only way to go for me right now. That's why especially. I work out. Yeah. <laughs> he's shit. But I um, without pushing any agendas or anything like that, he's I he's uh, a
0: socialist shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I um, that I I'm a little bit chicken shit about that because I'm i I'm really not a good guitar player. I I've, I've learned how to play guitar. To make it work for me, right. and i and I've hidden behind a lot of distortion and delay for a lot of years. That's what they're there for. That's what they're there for. The I use them on bass, so we're gonna str- <laughs> exactly. we're gonna strip it off now and I had to get up there with an acoustic guitar and sing. The songs of my heroes, I don't I, know if it's going to work I out, think but. you
0: got this shit down. We'll I, see. I know you. I know you. We'll
1: see. I know. I'm going to have to be pretty drunk, probably, but...
0: That's all right. Most of us have to, to be in that type of vein where you can feel comfortable enough to do that stuff anyways. Yeah. I think most of us in this town move here and are pretty uncomfortable, like you say, with ourselves, so we we like to self-medicate. Yep. So, come to Gainesville and self-medicate if you have to. You, you'll you get support. It's
1: kind of the capital of self Yeah, I
0: mean... If you move here vegan and uh, straight edge, you, you're definitely not going to leave here that. No. <laughs> uh, unfor- unfortunately, this town has that type of an effect. Yeah. But again, uh, I want to say thank you to Lucy's uh, for allowing me to do this. I want to thank you, Matt Brink, uh, the man with the plan at the top, the guy who... Whoa! Hold on, folks.
1: <laughs> God, these things.
0: Excuse me, I had some horrible gas there for a moment. Jeez Sorry about that. Christ. I had uh, I ate five star. Up oh, there it goes again. Five star pizza last night. Ah, with the motorcycles. Yes, but again, I just wanted to say thank you, Matt. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love ending it with that type of trumpeted uh, exhaust. Yeah, uh, I'm high now I'm just high. from the fumes <laughs> Yeah, but uh, again thank you uh, we'll be doing this again uh, hopefully I can come visit you on your podcast yes you will, you uh, will be coming through awesome sure. awesome and again let's talk about that whole uh, venue stuff the venue thing yeah. combining forces uh, because I say if we uh, if we combine now and, and set it up ourselves right up I mean there's some other stuff that's out there that we can you know just you know We could benefit from it. Oh, definitely. But, uh, again, folks, thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you all enjoy the rest of your day. I'm going to. uh, Peace out.